This is Cami. And this is Madeline. And you're listening to the Communities That Convert podcast. Episode number 105. Madeline, I think we need to go even deeper on how to make your website your best salesperson. Exactly. So we asked Haji and Tasio from the Growth Suite to give us tips on exactly what we need to include to make our website attract more customers. I'm really looking forward to this episode. All right, let's do it. Welcome to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza. In this podcast, you will learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. You will hear tips, ideas, and advice you can use right now on how to grow your own community and provide value that inspires them to take action. Are you ready to get started? This episode is brought to you by the Communities That Convert Facebook group. Come join us in our private group because it's the place where we continue the conversation from here. All you have to do is go to Facebook and look up Communities That Convert and look for the groups, or you can go directly there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Communities That Convert. And be sure to use our secret word, action. Yeah, action. If you're looking to position yourself as an authority and get found online, Todd is your man. He's been our knight in shining armor for our Communities That Convert website, which he built, and he helps me with my MadelineSklar.com website as well. And what's great about working with Todd is that he is so good about not just helping you with your website, but helping you strategize how to get seen, how to get heard. So we wanted to bring him on here today to talk to us, right, Cammie? Yes, we were really excited about that. In fact, in our last episode, 104, we outlined four steps to make your website your most valuable asset. Really, the website is not dead, and we want to be really clear about that. We said these four steps were to build your website as a home base, build your relationships, which is your community, of course, because that's what we're big on as community. Step three was build buzz around your brand. And then step four was measure your results. But we thought we could go even deeper. And we knew that Todd was the man to help us do that. And so we are so excited, Todd, to have you here today. Thanks for joining us. Always a pleasure to be joining you guys. Thanks for having me on again. And this is something I'm really passionate about. So I'm I'm happy to come on and help people really kind of understand, you know, beyond the value and get into the details of what it is they need to do to kind of either start or jumpstart an existing website so they can start seeing some more traction for their business because they're leaving a lot on the table if they think that a website's not helpful for the business. Yeah. And I love that. In fact, One of the first things I did, because we are a member of the Growth Suite, which is where we run our website through with you, we went to the Growth Suite and we logged in in our membership site. I'm like, what does Todd say about websites? (laughs) And the first thing that I found was your website homepage messaging guidelines. And I thought that would be a really cool thing for us to start with. And that's one of the cool things I think that you offer when people, you know, host their website with the Growth Suite is you offer not just the website, but all of the training on how to put that together, including a community that you also run as well. So you in your own right are a great community leader. And so I love that. I learned from the best, you know, I get these free classes every week on the podcast from you guys. Well, you do a really good job of doing (laughs) the, of putting them in action. And, and, you know, I think that we've learned a few things from you too. So, so a huge welcome back to the show, Todd. I know that we've had you before, but we really want to talk about your expertise in this area because we know you have it. So 
who needs a website then and why? And how big does it need to be? I, I mean, I always get a little bit overwhelmed by the thought of like yeah. redoing my website because it has a lot yeah. of pages. Tell me a little bit about kind of what's needed today and why do we need a website? Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of different things to think about when you sit down and ask this question. And I used to be very romantic. Like I began my career as a web designer at Universal Records, part of my college degrees in web design. And I was very romantic about this idea of, you know, when you launch a website, it has to have 50 pages on it because HubSpot used to say that businesses that have 50 pages, more than 50 pages, get this much more, whatever, blah, 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 all these different stats, right? And you need to be doing that and this. And, you know, in today's world, I think everyone is now coming back to grips with this, like, done is better than perfect. What do we need? Like, less is more. What's What are the key things we need to focus on? So I've kind of very much ditched this whole, like, don't launch your website without 50 pages and come back to, like, let's circle around and say, what are our business objectives and how can our website help facilitate those? And we're running like really great marketing campaigns for companies using just one page websites as something that people land on. And we'll walk through like with the, the homepage messaging guide. But when someone lands on your website or a specific page on your website that you're driving them to, you know, is your messaging resonating with them? Do they know where, that they're in the right place? You know, are they moving along that customer journey that you're trying to help, you know, move them through? And, really move them through the sales funnel, right? And we talked about that on a previous episode. So it's really facilitating the relationship with your audience. And for companies who say, we don't need a website because our business is all offline, what I would say to that is there's still people who are going to take your business card and then look you up. And when they Google your name, you should be the one who comes up there and then you can control what they see and what they're learning about you as opposed to either nothing, which then you know their mind can fill fill in blanks on their own or, you know, things that are not messages you're putting out. So if you have an offline business, you need to still have your brand online with a website just so people can go and look you up. And then of course, like to contact you and all those simple kind of things. If you're thinking that social media is where your business lives now and you don't need a website, what you're really missing out on is a lot of either I would say, and I think you guys would agree, you might be doing social media wrong if that's what you think or you're just leaving a lot on the table. And I say doing social media wrong because to me, social media is a place where you go out and create awareness for your brand, you engage with your audience, you build relationships. It's not a place where you sell. And I think the key when we talk about like, how do you sell on social media? The key is that you don't, right? The key is that that's where you meet people. That's where you engage. Where you can sell to people is back on your website or in email, right? Like those are the sales channels for your business. So if you're using social media to try and push sales messages out, you're probably falling flat. And if you're just using it to build awareness around your brand, but you're not driving people anywhere to a next step, then you're leaving a lot on the table for that audience and the relationships that you're building, right? So I think those are really the main reasons why you should have a website. And when you talk about asking, you know, how big does it need to be? I've seen people who and I don't recommend this, but I have friends that are doing seven figures a year online and they use a Google Doc as their website. <laughs> and it's nuts to me. It's nuts to me. And that's crazy. Um, it's crazy. But what's in that Google Doc is exactly what we're talking about in our homepage messaging guide. It's that they're just giving it in a clear message and it just shows that your website is really there to facilitate. I could go through a, a dozen reasons why using a Google Doc is a terrible idea. but it shows that really 
it can be, your website can be extremely simple. It's just about getting the right message across to the right person at the right time. Well, I'm glad you say that because I mean, I know that you worked on something like this with Madeline. Madeline, you were talking about this in our last episode too, about simplifying your message and bringing them in. What was the one thing, Madeline, that you thought that Todd brought to that conversation that you hadn't thought of before? Well, just really just honing in on the message on my website. I just felt like, like, as I mentioned last week, is that I didn't really feel like my website really portrayed me as to who I am and what I did. A lot of people seem confused. You know, having a title like social media strategist, a lot of people didn't understand that as well. And so it was really time for me to adjust the message, adjust that narrative on the website. And that was so helpful working with Todd because he helped me really hone in on that message so that you go to the site, it really makes sense what I do. And I'm known for Twitter marketing and it's very clear when you're on the website, right on that homepage. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's that actually brings up another good point that I think people either do end up doing a poor job of or just hit a roadblock and stop with a website is that your website editor, whether it's a page builder, whatever you're using to build it, that's not the place where you plan out what you're going to say and what's going to be on there. And what I see so many people doing, especially solopreneurs, entrepreneurs trying to DIY is that if they get WordPress or God forbid Wix or something like that, but they log in and they open up and they're like, wow, you can click and drag and drop and all these things. That's so cool. But they haven't thought about what they're going to say or where they're going to put anything. And they actually get frustrated with themselves because they don't know what should go there. And then they start blaming the technology because you know you can't figure out your messaging and learn technology at the same time. So that's definitely one major thing I, I tell people is plan out what your website is going to say and in what order in a document. And if you use Evernote, Google Docs, Word, a notebook, whatever it is, but your website editor, page builders, that's not the place where you're writing copy and coming up with marketing ideas. That's really um, interesting. I find that really fascinating because I agree with you. I think that's the easiest thing to do is go and start, you know, just writing something in an editor. So what are the steps? I mean, what are the steps for your messaging to make sure that you have the right messaging and how much should you put it? Should there be a lot of text, a little bit? I mean, can you give us some guidelines here? Sure. Well, first I want to say there's from previous episode that we had, we did, we walked through the steps of the sales funnel and that's really, you know, your website should be helping facilitate that. So if you guys listening, if you want to plan out before you dive into building your website, plan out your true marketing strategy. If you go to thegrowthsuite.com slash CTC funnel guide, that's the freebie from the last episode that will help you just get those basic outlines down for what you want people to be seeing and engaging with when it comes to your messaging and all that kind of stuff. Then now let's talk about you know your website. So if you think about your website, a lot of people think the homepage is like where everyone's going to go. Well, everyone visits your website to a different first page based on how they experience you, right? So if you're posting a lot on social media, people are going to go to the link that you send them to. So where if you're talking about your brand, people are going to go to your homepage if that's where you're sending them. So always keep that in mind that you should be making sure the landing page, the meaning the first page someone visits on your site is aligned with what they're going to. So if you are on social media and you're talking a lot about, let's say, you know, Twitter tips, and you're talking about for a week, you're doing all these Twitter tips on social media, but you're sending people to your homepage, which has maybe you maybe you have a Twitter, you know, Twitter program and a Facebook program and something else, because you're talking different social media stuff. Well, they're lost because they're not aligned anymore with the message from social to your website. 
So making sure you, whatever you're talking about on social, it, you're sending them to the right next step on your website. So, oh, well, let me hold on. Hold on. I don't want to yeah. interrupt you too much, but I want to stop you there because I want to ask yeah. you a question. So yeah. that, are you saying then that we need to have like what I would call a landing page or a specific mm-hmm. page mm-hmm. for each type of topic in our website? Is that what you're yeah. telling us? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And so if you're, you know, if you're talking, whatever you're talking about, you always want people to go to a logical next step. And that includes from one page on your website to the next. And that includes from social media to your website. So keep that in mind whenever you're creating pages for your site. What are people doing before they get here, right? And so that leads us to kind of this the planning guide that that you mentioned. And we always start off with like, what's the actual goal for your business, right? Like, is the goal for this business to just educate people on a specific topic or educate them on our process? Is it to generate leads for the business and then connect to an email platform or a CRM so that people can follow up? You know, what's the chief function that the website's going to serve for the business? And of course, who's the ideal customer? Who's coming here to visit it? And that can all that will also change like how you plan your site out. If you're targeting an older audience that's not as tech savvy and doesn't live on the internet, then you need to have things extremely simple and very obvious. If you're dealing with a more tech savvy, then you need to be, you know, mobile first, of course, and all that kind of stuff. So keeping in mind who that audience is and how you can serve them, right? And now everything becomes, we know what our business objective is. So how do we lead that ideal customer to the objective we want them to achieve? And that's where we talk about the user experience. I know we're both big fans of Donald Miller and, you know, he's got some great resources that we can throw in the show notes to help people with clarifying their message and and the steps that should be there. But it's, you know, the user experience of, okay, I'm seeing you on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. And you're talking about Twitter tips to help me get more reach when I'm posting. So now when they visit your website, that should be a clear message up front where our offer is, hey, we help you get more reach on your Twitter posts or, you know, learn how to do that. And then here's how it makes your life better because it will help you get more customers. It will help you be seen as more of an authority. It will help you fill in the blank, right? And we want all these kind of things to happen really within seconds. And talking about it sounds like it takes a long time, but really think about when you visit a website, you're reading that first couple lines very quickly. So when someone hits your site, they need to know right away, they can't be bothered with a whole bunch of jargon. They need to know right away, this is what I was expecting based on where I just came from. And then, yes, this is the type of stuff I want. Yes, they seem credible in serving that to me. And what do I do next? So within that first 30 seconds, that's the stuff you need to talk about. You know, yes, you're in the right place. Here's what's in it for you. This is what you do next. And you can be confident that you can, you know, take this action, right? That's the other thing, making sure that these the steps are seamless where you don't want someone coming to your homepage and then it says, click here to buy my $10,000 program right? You want to make sure that that step is something that they can do easily and have confidence in when they're going through. What if you are like, have like an agency, uh, cause I'm thinking about myself now, but I'm sure yeah. other people are like me. They have multiple things that they do. So I have an agency yeah. or I have customers yep. and I do an online training course and we have this podcast and we have a bunch of yep. different priorities, I guess you yep. could say, yep. and different ways for people to get to know who I am and what I do. How do you kind of bring that together and not confuse people. Sure. So if we're talking specifically about a homepage, in that scenario, you want to think about your homepage as a portal and a choose your own adventure for your visitors, right? So their first step is, okay, I'm here to learn about Cami, and 
And here's one of the four different things. And then they can click right from there and take that next step. And if it's Texas Travel Talk, then it goes to a quote unquote homepage for Texas Travel Talk. And then on that page is where you can go through their Texas Travel Talk journey, right? So when you have a lot of different things going on, the homepage can act as a portal. And that's for when people visit the homepage. But now to go back to what we said before, now when you're talking to people about Texas Travel Talk or something relative to that, you don't want to send them to your main website.com. You want to send them to .com slash Texas Travel Talk. And that becomes the, you know, that first page experience that sends them exactly where they wanted to be. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. So that you always are sending them to the right adventure. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yes, exactly. That's so smart. I'm so glad you asked that, Kim, because a lot of people have that same issue. And it's like, how and people are not always do it very well. When you look at a website, it can get very confusing. So I love that. Backing up right before that, you know, one of the things that you really helped me with, Todd, was making my MadelineSclarter.com website so that when somebody comes on there is so super clear that above the fold, before you scroll, you see my picture really big on there and this big message. Hi, I'm Madeline Sklar. I teach marketers how to achieve rockstar results with their social media, especially Twitter. Yep. Like, I think that says it all right there before they scroll. And I love that. I love that we really changed it up so that it really sends that clear message. Uh, So thank you for doing that. And that's a great point where if people are out and they see you and they hear about you and then they go to your website, they know right away that this is a Twitter expert. If someone is, if you're not there and there's, you know, a lot of people talking about you and your content, how great you are. And if they're referring to you as social media expert, and then someone goes to your website and they're really into Snapchat and that's the kind of stuff they want to get into. Well, you know, good marketing doesn't just attract the right people. It repels the wrong people. And so it's making sure someone who's looking for Snapchat information and heard Madeline Sklar is the go-to social media expert. They're going to know right away like, oh, okay, good. This is this is not where I want to be. I'm not going to waste time digging around. You know, that's so that's, that's another big thing. Yeah, I love then, that. I love that repel thing. The attract repel thing, I think, is something that can really make give people a lot of freedom with understanding what lane they're in and staying in their lane. And, and I do think that we have fear that we're going to, you know, send people away. But when people are asking you on your website, well, Hey, do you, can you, do you do Facebook ads? They send you an email around that. That means your website isn't doing its job if you're the Twitter expert, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then it wastes (laughs) your time, you know? It It does. does. And uh, so, but Madeline, you, you bring up a great point where such a simple headline formula as the first thing someone sees is so key. And everyone likes to get cute and clever with their headlines and try to, you know, make it, you know, some kind of wordplay and double entendres and, you know, oh, well, it's a reference to this, you know, obscure, obscure movie I loved when I was, <laughs> you know, 10 years old. So whatever, like, I only laugh you know, because it's like, this is totally me. <laughs> <laughs> and the key is really just keeping things simple and don't confuse people. It's just, hey, I help these type of people do this kind of thing so they can achieve their dream scenario, right? And like, it doesn't have to be more complicated than that. And like we talked about before, like done is better than perfect and speed and action are what lead to success. So I really recommend people like get started and use a headline like that right away. And like, if you want to come back and revisit it later, great. But don't, you could spend days, weeks, months. I mean, just, you know, I'm still trying to figure out what what my real headline would be after 20 years. But it's like, you know, I help entrepreneurs 
really get empowered so they can take control of their marketing and grow their business and customer base. Like that's that it tells people who you're for and they decide, you know, they know right there, yes, this is where I need to move forward. Like this is who I want to be learning from. So I think not overcomplicating your messaging or your design or anything is really what's key is just keeping things simple. It's awesome. Another thing I want to get into too is about where, you know, there's different types of content. So we're talking about homepages here and you want to make sure people have that clear next step. And we said, next step is not buy from me, right? You still need to build that relationship if someone's just visiting your site to learn more from you. And right now I see so many people on this social media hamster wheel, right? And they're posting, they're being told by all these gurus, you have to post on social media every single day. You have to do all these different things. And and that may be true to some extent, but the problem is when you publish content on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or LinkedIn, even if it does phenomenal, if it exceeds all of your expectations by 10 times in three days, those results are zero, right? They don't last because the feed, the news feed is gone, right? So how can you combat that? Well, you could obviously use paid advertising to keep your message showing to the right people. But so many people today are leaving out search engine optimization as part of their strategy. And it really only takes 40 minutes of simple research for you to plan the right topics to talk about. Post it on social media. You're already creating that content, but also let it live on your website. So now in six months, as you're publishing all this content, you're also building up your library on your website and that stuff will start getting found on Google. It also makes it easier to fuel the word of mouth for other people to share your stuff because now instead of someone just seeing in your feed and hitting retweet or reshare that day, now they can go to your website and they might share old content and that helps revitalize you know, the engagement and the reach of stuff that you're doing. So you get a, a longer lasting effect on the content that you create. Plus that same content can then go into your email marketing and it just lives so much longer when it's not just in your social media feeds. That's such a great point. I've been on this mission to repurpose so much of my content. It's so easy to write a blog post, you tweet it out, you put it on Facebook, LinkedIn, and then you move on and you never go back to it. And I've really made it a mission this year to put out lots of, of fresh new content through my blog. Yeah, you've been constantly, putting out some really great content. Thank you. And But I'm constantly repurposing it on a regular basis and then finding new ways to do it. So like my new thing now is, you know, not only do I have this whole series of Twitter tip articles on my website that lives on my website, but I'm now taking some of those articles and doing it as an audio podcast to complement my mm -hmm. Twitter Smarter podcast. So yep. it's not just a weekly interview, it's a weekly interview and a weekly Twitter tips episode yep. and just taking content I've already created and reusing it in a whole new way. And so I think it's yeah. smart always taking content you have out there and finding new ways to put it out. I yeah, mean, I yeah. think you're really rocking that, Madeline. I, I think that's really a great tip. And as a, a very long time blogger, I was actually just looking at the back end of my zoeticamedia.com. I have 787 posts that I've done. Ooh, that's a now, lot. I mean, we've been doing this for, you know, probably close to a decade now, but still yeah. 787 posts. And the reason I say this is because when I look at my stats on Google Analytics, I get at least a thousand people that come to the website every single month just from SEO. Like they're yep. coming through different channels. And you can really tell you're um, succeeding when 
spammers start to you know pick up on a couple of your articles. Um, in fact, I was on the back end of Communities That Convert the other day, Todd, and we have like four articles that have 8,000 spam wow. comments that, of course, <laughs> never got the saw the light of date because I have them yeah. turned off. Yeah, yeah. But 8,000 on each one. Wow. So I, I actually... I actually jotted down which ones those were so that you and I, uh, Madeline, could share the heck out of them because obviously they're they're popular. <laughs> yes. They're really <laughs> resonating awesome. with the spam bots, right? But yeah. well, um, that means that, I mean, that just means that they have yeah, SEO value. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're getting right. found. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, someone who does a great job of this, although they talk about it from a YouTube perspective, is Justin Brown, who... Yes. Uh, Madeline, you introduced me to him. I, I joined his program a couple months ago. Um, I just to, joined to, it. Oh, I nice, just joined, nice. yeah, because that, that YouTube program, that accelerator looks yeah, awesome. And yeah, I decided I yeah. want to, another way to repurpose. I want to go on all exactly. in. I want to take my Twitter tips and have a video version that yep. really is focused on YouTube. And he is the master of YouTube. So, yeah, yep. I didn't, oh, that's cool that you're taking it too. Okay. Kimmy, yeah, we'll yeah, have to yeah. get you to come take it with I us. I know. Too. I didn't know. Yeah. You guys didn't tell me. I, I literally <laughs> just did it. I literally just did it like like a week or two ago. And uh, YouTube is, is, all you hear about is how great YouTube is and we all use it, but like, are we really making a strategy out of it? And I tell you, yeah. I still get tons of views of my super old YouTube videos teaching people how to use Twitter back when Twitter looked like we're talking like 10 different designs ago where it looks so different. <laughs> but, but the beauty is that will get people to you today. You know, it, yeah. it's okay if they find your old stuff, but it just shows that longevity right. YouTube exactly. has the power Unlike yeah. a tweet that has such a short shelf life, and right. I think is and good. All, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to have Justin on the show too because we had Sunny Leonard Doozy sure. on the show too not that long yep. ago. So we've we've kind of started to pull She's that in, too. and since Justin, yeah. you know, we've worked with him in a mastermind and so so forth. So I think we should have yeah. him on the show sometime. Absolutely, cool. yeah, we, we will bring him in. Yeah, and Let's I would it. say you know another tip to for the social media content creators, and we're talking about YouTube, like. A great thing that makes it super easy is what I call like the social media syndication stack. And what I'll do is, you know, I use Twitter as a place where like, you know, I'll just spit out like random ideas or inspirations or whatever that I have throughout the day. And I'll tweet out something that's obviously one or two sentences. And then I'll take a screenshot of that and I put it on Instagram and I'll, I'll kind of expand on that a little further if, you know, if if the the Holy Spirit strikes me on it and then <laughs> I'll share, you know, when you post to Instagram, you could do the like share to Facebook thing. So then I'll share it onto the Facebook page and then I'll reshare it onto my personal and I'll expand on it a little further. And so now we're talking about something that went from like one little seed of an idea into a few paragraphs of content. And so then I'll, I'll copy all that together and then put that, uh, you know, I'll put a little intro into it and a little conclusion with a call to action. And that becomes a blog post, right? So from what was the seed of an idea, and I just felt inspired to talk about a topic, it turns into a blog post that goes on my website. Maybe I'll spend 10 minutes just looking up the right keywords to optimize it for. And then that ends up living forever. That can go into my email drip campaigns. And it, you know people start finding it in Google for, for months and years. And Madeline, what you just kind of inspired me as an idea to add into is now this is yeah. all kind of happening on the go with my phone. And now we have this short blog post. Well, now I'm going to flip on the webcam and just talk through what that whole thing, what that whole topic is, make that a short YouTube video, and then embed that YouTube video into the blog post as well. Now we're rocking and rolling with some killer social and multimedia content on our blog and for our email list. And like, it all happens in like, you know, 25 minutes of messing around on social. So that's another role that your website can play, you know, in conjunction with social media, where social is a place where you can test out these ideas for conversations. And when something really hits a, you know, 
hits people and that you get a lot of reaction, turn that into something longer that can live on your website. And, you know, a quick example, like, you know, Cam, you said people are finding your stuff from from years ago, Madeline, same thing with your YouTube stuff. And, you know, I went through Jordan Belfort's live training last year. And afterwards, I really like, I just, you know, I could go on and on about how amazing his stuff is. But I wrote a blog post about it because, you know, I felt motivated about it at the time. I didn't want to forget and I wanted to talk about my experience. Well, I had no intention of that being something that drove new leads for me. But now if you Google some variations of Jordan Belfort sales training, my blog post is what comes up and people are finding me, visiting the website, signing up for the emails because, you know, we have a relevant call to action of, you know, sign up to get info on how to improve your sales numbers. And that's something that, you know, again, it's just stuff that we're talking about on social media. You put it on your website and then all of a sudden it turns into more of a, you know, more of a driver for your business. Yeah. And definitely if you're doing a YouTube video, you can also really take a quick clip of that and put it on Instagram and mm-hmm. even take it and put it in IGTV. You can you can do so much with this yeah. depending on where your audience lives and what they do. And so I do see... That's why I see the... Um, and I talked about this in episode 104. I see the website as a hive, the hub, you know, yep. the place where all the bees are coming um, <laughs> to kind of buzz around, including, you know, your social media bees, your all yep. these different bees. And and that's where the honey is made, you know, yeah. is at the, at the hive. And yeah. so that's kind of my, you know, long ago, I came up with that idea, but the, that's really how I think of it. And you want to attract people to the hive. And yeah. I think that, that I love your ideas on how to do that. So that's awesome. And um, so you said you're going to help us and make us a nice little handout to help people yep. put together their website stuff. Can you talk about that? That's going to be our call to action this week. Yeah. So call to action. I'll say it now. It will be thegrowthsuite.com slash CTC website planner. And I'll put together, you know, we went through a little bit of the stuff here on the episode. I'll go a little further into uh, the guide and kind of just giving concepts and what you need to have. And then I'll add in a little worksheet on the end so that you can print it out, answer your questions uh, right there on the spot and have a ready-made website strategy to start building. That is so, so cool. Um, yeah. You guys, you really I, you really have to go there because Todd really has some great information. So CTC website planner, thegrowthsuite.com forward slash CTC website planner. Take that minute and do it. We're going to put that in the group as well. So definitely come to the um, the Facebook group. We will have that on the Facebook group where you can download it there too. And Cammie, um, how do they get into the Facebook group? Oh, well, they get into the Facebook group by going to... Huh. Well, we're going to have to do that. Communities that convert.com forward slash... CTC podcast. There we go. And I also want to mention that earlier we talked about the episode you're on. We've had you on several times, Todd, but episode 55 is when you came on and talked about creating that sales funnel. And it's such a great episode. So if anybody here that has not heard that, be sure to go back to episode 55. We'll have the link in the show notes. Yeah, these two go hand in hand, this one and that one. So it'll be awesome. For sure. All right. Thank you, Todd, for taking time out of your busy schedule. To come <laughs> with us so and much. hang out with us. We love yeah. it when you do. We always um, enjoy hanging out. We always learn happy a lot. To help and, yeah. And anybody has any other questions, please jump in the group and tag me in a post. I'm happy to help and, and answer questions. And that's where I get my content ideas from too. So I appreciate anybody reaching out, asking questions. And even better if you do it in the com- Communities That Convert group on Facebook. Awesome. Thanks, Todd. Thank, Thank you. you, guys. See ya. Talk to you guys next week. We'll be back next week. Another great episode. See you then. Hey, this is Madeline, and I want to let you know you can connect with us on our website 
at communitiesthatconvert.com. You can get all the information in the show notes for this episode. And we also encourage you to visit us on our Twitter profiles. You can reach out to me at Madeline Sklar. That's spelled M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-S-K-L-A-R. And also to Cammie. Her Twitter handle is at CammieChat. And that's spelled K-A-M-I-C-H-A-T. We look forward to hearing from you. Hey, Madeline, don't forget, we want to give a shout out to our friend Todd Giantasio from the Growth Suite, who sponsors the Communities That Convert website. Yeah, if you want to learn how to position yourself as an authority and get found online, check them out at thegrowthsuite.com. And that's suite spelled S-U-I-T-E. Thanks for listening to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza, where you learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. Stay in touch with Madeline and Cami through their website at communitiesthatconvert.com. Thank you.